This is Kingpins, a podcast original. I'm Alastair. And I'm Kate. Every day in May, we're featuring a quote by an iconic crime figure, teaching us, in their own words, what it takes to survive in the underworld. Today's quote is from Giovanni John Stamfer, the Sicilian-born mobster who served as the boss of the Philadelphia crime family during the early 90s. After Stanford and his associates were arrested on racketeering charges in 1994, they learned that they had been under FBI surveillance for almost two years. The tapes were played at the trial, and Stanford was forced to sit quietly as the jury listened to his mob discussing their crimes. At one point, Stanford could be heard planning the murder of a rival. Without a hint of regret, he said, You know what I'll do? I'll get a knife and cut out his tongue, and we'll send it to his wife. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. John Stanfa's rise to take control of the Philadelphia crime family didn't bring him a lot of popularity. For the past 10 years, the mob had steadily grown in power under the reign of Nicodemo Little Nicky Scarfo. At the same time, its activities had become increasingly reckless. Scarfo involved the family in narcotics trafficking and was willing to order the death of a rival or unloyal lieutenant at the drop of a hat. This violent activity attracted the attention of the FBI, resulting in Scarfo's arrest in 1987. For a short period, Nicky Scarfo maintained control of the mob from prison, but it quickly became clear that he would have to appoint a successor if the family was to survive. Many of the young men that had come up under Scarfo thought the position should go to Joey Molino, the young, ambitious, charismatic son of Scarfo's former second-in-command. Merlino was part of a new wave of Philadelphia criminals, ones that didn't have a history of familial connections to the mafia. To many of those young men, Merlino's ascension would represent that their time in the limelight had finally arrived. But Scarfo didn't choose Merlino. He appointed John Stanford, a Sicilian-born mobster with connections to the Gambino crime family in New York. Partially because of his New York connections, and partially because he had spent the last decade in prison, Merlino's supporters saw Stanfa as an outsider. He hadn't worked his way up within Scarfo's ranks like they had. And Stanfa didn't care for Merlino's crowd either. He saw their generation as a blight on organized crime. They didn't reflect the sense of honor and loyalty that the Mafia was supposed to represent. In 1993, the disagreements spilled over into all-out war. It was a battle between the old guard and the new, the type of cyclical conflict that had followed Mafia families for generations. But what made this one different 
was that the FBI got it all on tape. The FBI had never stopped monitoring the Philadelphia crime family, and their surveillance had only increased since Nikki Scarfo's arrest. They had bugged several locations controlled by Stanford's faction, including a deli where his second-in-command was gunned down by Merlino's assassins. It was the first mob killing ever recorded. Most importantly, the FBI bugged the offices of Stanford's lawyer, Sal Lavina, which served as a common meeting place for Stanfa and his underlings. Over two years, the feds collected over 178 tapes containing 2,000 conversations about the mob's activities. Many hours of which involved Stanfa railing against his younger rival and speaking wistfully about the good old days when the American Mafia was a respected criminal institution when loyalty and honor and one's heritage still mattered. He also spoke openly about in-progress crimes. When the FBI finally moved on Stanfa and his underlings in 1994, they had everything they needed to put them away. The trial began in October of 1995 at the United States District Courthouse in Philadelphia. Over the course of nine weeks, the jury listened to the tapes as Stanfer and his co-conspirators brazenly discuss everything from narcotics trafficking to extortion, kidnapping, and murder. Stanfer himself stood out as a larger-than-life personality. He spoke in a cavalier tone that was at times poetic and at others brutally paranoid and vicious. When discussing the murder of three of his rivals, Stanfa spoke excitedly about how he planned to intimidate the victim's wife by mailing her her husband's tongue. Stanfa was found guilty of 33 charges, which included racketeering, murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. He was sentenced to five consecutive life sentences. Today, the FBI's recordings of the Philadelphia crime family serve as a unique look at life amongst the mob and the warped mindset of one of its brutal leaders. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another quote. You can find more episodes of Kingpins for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.